Tēnā koutou katoa, nau mai, hoki mai ki the football brought to you by the Kiwi Golf Club. Um, ko PJ Tōku Ingoa, uh, joining me tonight. Uh, PVK is back. Uh, Mr. Mr. Bondi is wielding a bottle of wine by the looks of it. And uh, the person who was meant to join us last week but couldn't because I won't say what he said in the chat. But Mr. Luke Taylor, welcome to the pod, bro. Thank you. Yeah, good to be here. Nice, uh, nice. Representing down in the 03 on a horrible uh, spring day and sort of bucketing down with rain. And uh, for those uh, of us in the North Island, where the where the hell is where the hell is the 03? Where's, where's the 03? Oh, we're the, the land of freedom and uh, <laughs> <laughs> land of freedom and, and beers poured up from our local brewery. So yeah, uh, we won't rub that in too much. But yeah, great to be with you here tonight, boys. Nice, nice. Um, what do we do? What would we want to we want to do our mental wellness check in? We'll start. We'll start there, eh, boys? Yeah. yeah definitely. All right. Uh, we'll start with you in the in the corner there, Bondi, bottom corner. Oh yeah, man. Like, um, I was gonna try. I'm just gonna try. It's been a harder week this yep. week uh, with our our confusing stuff that we've got going on. I don't want to die. I'm gonna try stay away from the COVID chat. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna try push a bit of positivity and because uh, I mean it's a small part in our life this mm. little bit right now. And I just want to say to everyone out there, all the golfers. Uh, following our guidelines and the rules and just, you know, just being chill, I'd say. Just being relaxed. Thank you so much to, to all of them. Like, you guys are champs, actually making our job and our lives a lot easier because not always it's easy, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a tougher week, but positive. I want to stay on the positive side tonight. Nice. Nice. Uh, PVK? Yeah, bro. It's uh, been a busy couple of weeks since I've been on the podcast. Uh, yes, it baby, has. Obviously, so... Um, things are really good on the home front. Congratulations, uh, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, nah, really, really good. Uh, yeah, pretty happy. <laughs> How about you, uh, Peach? Um, what's happened in the last week? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's been a pretty, pretty good week, bro, for me, compared to, to the last time we did this mental wellness check-in. Um... Got out, played some golf. Um, someone called me out, or stupidly called me out. Um, <laughs> they got dealt to. So, yeah, no, it was a good week, bro. Good week. Uh, what about you in the 03, Luke? Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, I guess, can't complain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mowed the lawns twice this week. The grass is growing <laughs> and the sun is shining. And, yeah, I feel like we're in the downhill now to, to summer, and I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that, you know. Um, so I know that there's a bit of uncertainty out there. and Yeah. You know, everyone, everyone is, is starting to get a bit towards the end of their, their fuse, perhaps. But, yeah, I mean, you know, birds are, birds are chirping and sun is shining, grass is growing. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, looking forward to the, the summer. Nice, nice. And um, before we get into our next segment, uh, regular segment, which is uh, what are we drinking, um, you can get involved with the conversation. You can ask us questions. Just type them in the comment section below um, and we can bring them up as we go along. Or if you want to ask us a question, you can do that too. Um, we'll start with you, Bondi, because I referenced the bottle that you were holding in, in your hand at the start there. What have you got? Uh, got a, um, a Sauvignon Blanc, actually. Uh, which we got we got going there. I was I was sharing the sharing the sharing the post on Facebook, so I was kind of <laughs> uh, just doing two things at once. <laughs> then realised we were starting. All of a sudden, I had the wine Blanc tonight. Mix it up from the the half average cocktails I've been making so far. <laughs> Might have to step up the game. Uh, soon. What about uh, Luke? I 
you know, you've got a, you've got some tasty ones there. We've been seeing. Yeah, I mean, I'm on a, a, a delicious pilsner uh, tonight from a local brewery here in, in Christchurch called Chinchilla. Uh, this one, bit of a shout out for uh, the old um, elbow touch um, for the old touch my weenus. Um, and just uh, just come on, um, you know, if you're down here in Christchurch or if you're in the area, uh, it's now selling at New World and on Durham Street. So. Yeah, local local boys and, and really good bunch and uh, big into their golf uh, as well and members of the KGC. So yeah, look out yeah. for their first run in the supermarkets down the New World down this way. So yeah, come on your boys. Man, PVK, are we are we wielding a a, a a Milo or anything this week? No, brother, just the way Maori or water, um, keeping it clean. Yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not after the shit I've been eating this week. <laughs> um, Peach, uh, just I stick with my my faithful behemoth brain smiles. Uh, it's a, it's pretty much on the light end. It's a five point four um, hazy pale ale. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's that's the light end, the five point four. Yeah, and um, yeah, behind the scenes, I did see three cans coming. So is that what we? No, just the one. Well, it looks oh, like right. it looks like one on on the pod anyway. <laughs> I I did check in with Boneface to see where our beers are at, and and they're actually going around the tour of the country. So they ended up in Picton, and uh, they've been re-diverted back up to Auckland. So uh, uh, anytime, Ash. Hey, they they because <laughs> we'll get into this conversation with Luke anyway. Um, but they may not make it. Yeah, and that'll be a pity. Yeah, yeah. real pity. Yeah. This, um, this is just a prop. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a prop. It's a prop. still great drop. It's one of my favourite. The India Pale Lager, if you've never been into that. Yeah. Like hoppy summer beer. So, yeah, geez, I'm looking forward to sliding one of those down, that's for sure. Sliding one of those down. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. All right, here we go. Um... Luke, we didn't get a chance to talk to you last week. Um, for those that don't know, Luke is a part of the team here at the Kiwi Golf Club. Um, he was meant to come on because uh, these turned up last week, just in time for the podcast. You can see one on our PVK screen as well. Um, but why couldn't you make it? Oh, a few, uh, a few dramas last week. Uh, yeah, it's a combination of uh, sick wife and, uh, and some sick dogs um, and an emergency trip to the after hours, uh, you know, uh, with, with one of the dogs, $695 later, thank you very much. Uh, and I'm not sure what she chowed down on, but jeez, uh, um, yeah, she was an expensive week, that's for sure. So no, my apologies, but no, we're here, we're here, we're here laughing and we're not down an animal, so yeah, it's all come out of the wash. No, no, nice, nice. Um... But you you sent these up, right? And yep. I referenced that um, that our beers may not get to Auckland. Do you know what the situation is there? Because you've got a whole bunch of stock of these just sitting at yep. your place, not going anywhere. Because yeah. even yeah, uh, Cam, Cam Jones uh, has one, right? Cam Jones has one sitting there. Is that correct? Yeah, Cam Jones is, Cam Jones is sitting in my shop at the moment. Yep. Um, <laughs> which uh, went, actually went out with a courier this week and then got returned about six hours later back to, the, back to our place. So, um, yeah, for those that um, aren't aware, I, I run a business that makes and manufactures neon signs and sells them around New Zealand. So, yep. you've obviously got a few bright examples in the backgrounds here. And, um, 
but yeah, it's been pretty, been pretty challenging. So even though we've been reasonably unrestricted down here in Christchurch, mm. um, getting yeah, getting stuff to a from Auckland is, is pretty pretty difficult. And uh, you know, we, we buy supplies in from overseas, and, and we've had uh, stuff stuck in customs for 40, 45 days, um, just little bits and pieces. And yeah, this week was a bit challenging. We we had a, a big shipment uh, due to courier out um, to our customers up in Auckland now that they can start to receive stuff and. Um, yeah, got the word from NZ Post that um, nothing can happen for the next 10 days. So it's all so actually got returned back to us and we're, we're forced to sit on it for a few days. So yeah, I think, um, yeah, you do see your courier drives around, like, uh, especially the, lo- the local guys and girls that, that come to your door. Um, yeah. yeah, give them a shout out. Eh? They're all independent owner operators and, and they've been working hard to keep the wheels turning. So yeah, I always mm. remember to go out and, uh, you know, leave a treat out for them or leave some beers out for them or something but yeah they're doing it tough so yeah some patience is the key if you are waiting for stuff to arrive doesn't matter who it's from yeah and um sorry these signs i just want to say because i got one i got a piece of one actually this is supposed to go with peter's um but like they've got a backing and then they're like a what is this like a a plasticky like i don't know what it is but i I was so used to it being like a glass and i thought i'm gonna get it and i'm gonna try put it on the wall I'm going to drop yeah. it, and then I'm, Peter's going to be angry at me. Um, yeah. But it's it's actually epic, like, and I feel that it's childproof, so that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we do do the old school uh, glass tube neon um, every now and then, um, but you know, the this day this day and age, um, LED is the, the lighting product of choice, right? So what mm. you've got there is a an LED product uh, that's mounted to a clear um, acrylic background, five millimeters, and then it's got a, a little. Uh, PVC coating over the top of it, um, and that's what gives it its, its kind of neon glow, which gives it this effect here. Yep. And uh, you can do other fun things with it, you know, like LED products can be dimmed down, so you know we can dim them up and down, um, like, like we see here, which you can't do with the glass ones. And and you can ship them around the country without too much without too much problem. So that's how it got up to you, uh, nice and quick, um, Bondi. So yeah, it's a good product, uh, quite affordable, great for small businesses. And yeah, you can check us out neonsigns.co.nz if you if you can. Yeah, he gave you a little plug last week. Um, but neon signs isn't the only kind of thing that you're into. Have you still got a lawn mowing business where you can kind of stripe up people's lawns like a golf golf course? Are you still yeah, into that? Yeah, neon signs is, uh, is, uh, is the side hustle, uh, something that the wife and I the wife and I do. Uh, but yeah, the reason I, I guess the reason I'm here and, and chatting to you guys is, uh, yeah, I work in golf and um, work as the chief executive of Clearwater Golf Club in Christchurch. Um and uh, yeah, so that, that's uh, that's definitely something that um, is a passion of mine, and 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 big part of the Clearwater team, um, especially over the last couple of years, has been super exciting. So yeah, yeah. And um, how did you how did you first get involved with us, the Kiwi Golf Club? That's a good, oh, that's a good question. I think it's probably Pete might be able to answer this. It's probably about five or six years ago, um, like right at the early stages of Kiwi Golf Club. I think um, I was living down in Queenstown. Um, and had joined the page, but like they had moved to Queenstown um, for a job and didn't know anybody there. And golf was a bit shit by yourself, I think was the, was the, the moral of that story. So I joined the golf club, and a bunch of old dudes at the golf club, the usual story, and was getting to know some people, but um, had joined up on the page and was looking for some guys to play golf with. And, and Pete actually messaged me saying he was coming down to Queenstown um, on a work trip. And so we, we met up, um, played a couple of rounds of golf, I think, in, uh, in Queenstown. And, yeah, it's been all downhill since then. Yeah, yeah, no, we got on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely downhill since then. Uh, we got on it at Calvin Heights, and we were meant to play Arrowtown on the Friday, but uh, I got a I got a text from you. Oh, 
I got up because I remember it was snowing that day as well. Um, so I was like, oh, this is going to be dope playing golf in the snow. Like, never ever going to get to do this shit ever. Um, I don't even know if you can play in the snow, but whatever. Um, I got a text from you at like seven o'clock in the morning. Sorry, man, I got a real sore, sore guts. I can't come. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, chuck yeah. my clubs down for, for no reason. I was like, can I get a taxi out there? I was like, taxis out to um, Arrowtown is freaking expensive. It was like nearly 100 bucks, I think. Did you what? still play? Probably fair. No, I didn't play. I just stayed <laughs> no in the hotel. Thing, no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but a bit of golf in the snow, that would have been good. Would have been good fun. But um, no doubt that I piked. I mean, I still I still uh, stay true to my don't play golf in the rain, don't play golf in the cold. <laughs> fair weather, for sure. <laughs> That's the way. That's the way. Yeah, and the first the first time I ever met you, um, we played at Coringa yeah. on <clears throat> Rock freaking hard greens because there's no frost delay down there yeah 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 yeah. i came down with the bro adam um i think he's already commented and yes he has there is um i came down with adam arnold uh we played with you as well um and that was our first experience of um clearwater um i think collectively we lost maybe I'm not going to say the number, but it was definitely d- double d- digits. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, um, yeah. what's your, how do you go about um, retrieving all of those balls? Well, there's a stat for you. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. Not, but we, 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 from the lakes of Clearwater, uh, on average per year, it's, it's, a, it's somewhere in the vicinity of twenty five to 30,000 balls per year um, get brought back up again. Um, and, and for those that have been in through our pro shop, um, we, we do majority, the majority of the product that we sell is Pro V1s and, and maybe the old Pro V1X and, and, and these days actually a few bridges as well. So they're not, um, you know, they're not top flights coming back out of the, the crystal clear waters of, of clear water, that's for sure. But um, we actually have a, um, a, a guy who lives out at the resort um, and his son who um, uh, is a diver. Um, he does it for a bit of a university, kind of after-school university type job. So he, he goes down, um, dives on the lakes, which are they deep, but they're not, you know, they're not unreachable. Um, and he fishes them all out for us, and um, you know, a bunch of them get recycled and um, get sold back out through the shop again. So it's a good circular economy, for sure. That's great. Listening to this, Bondi, I'm a well, like I'm going through my commercial dive ticket at the moment. Yep. Can I get in the lakes at, at, at Gulf Harbour? Um, yeah, man. I I'll, don't know. Maybe just bump get the eyeballs back. But yeah, hey. <laughs> probably all, all of yours uh, that are out now. <laughs> there's there's actually quite a few bigger eels and uh, and little carp in there, Pete. That might give you a bit of a scare, though. Don't know what the fish life is down like at uh, Clearwater there. Uh, but well, yeah, funny, funny story. Funny story. We we shot some uh, geese, some Canadian geese, on the course not too long ago, and uh, um, we went out to retrieve the next the next day. We went out to retrieve these geese from the middle of the lake, and they they've gone. Um, and there are bigger eels in the lake, so. Know, the, the working theory was that they got they got eaten. So yeah, I'm not so keen if I put my, my wetsuit on and, and go down and push out the pro bees. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're getting paid 26 a ball and you're at university, maybe that's what you're into. So for sure. Yeah, I haven't had the chance to play golf uh, with you, Luke. I've only seen you throw at Formosa. Um, <laughs> an interesting experience. Yeah. Um, well, you got but, you got to tell us a story. Come on, you got to tell us a story. Just, What's the story? I just well, no, I just. I, when I first met, like, like, I think we had a few, like, video chats and stuff, and it was, like, you're, actually, the, the stuff you're doing at Clearwater was, for me, my job, super interesting to hear from you. Like, I'm, I'm still mm. really engaged with all the stuff that you do, um, just for how it applies to me. 
And then we get there and we go, oh, you guys play golf. I was just uh, sort of helping out that day, just walking around and trying to look all big time. I uh, just actually was quite hungover and I didn't want to hit any shots. <laughs> if I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, then we had our first shootout, which was great. And um, I'm so glad Luke was throwing them back, the, uh, the golf balls back for people to hit them. Because uh, there's that, you know, for most of this, uh, it's like an island green on the, is it the 18th? Yeah. 18th, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, yeah, we just went for one of those throws back to the people hitting golf balls. You know, it only had to fly about 20 meters and uh, it didn't make it. Yeah, I think under after that. Yeah. In front of yeah. 70 people. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, uh, I'm I hoping mean, the golf's better, actually. In all fairness. I'm pretty sure I beat PJ off, I'm sure I beat PJ off the stick that day. So there I, think, I, th- I think you beat quite a lot of people off the stick with your ridiculous handicap there, uh, Luke. <laughs> I think I got like uh, 45 staple fits or something that didn't even make it into the money. That's uh, that's KGC corner for you, right? I think the Disney yep. one was, was right up there that day. Um, yep. 46? It was something was ridiculous, yeah. I think it was like a 52 oh, yeah. or something. Oh, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember just <laughs> stuffing my car down and running. Like, boom. And that, and that, um, that, that's, that segues us quite nicely into our um, first ad break, doesn't it, PVK? <laughs> it does. Who yeah. are we advertising today? Because I actually don't know. <laughs> no? Who are we plugging? No. No? Oh, all, all, the, all the Pahua that are out there. Oh, yeah. sorry. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, baby he's, a bit, he's a bit slow. He's just had a baby. Baby brain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely baby brain. I think I can, can claim that as well. Uh, so, yeah, back to our Kiwi Golf Club memberships. You would have seen on Instagram and Facebook, our Facebook page, uh, a new campaign, I guess, that we're getting going mm. around uh, getting people involved in golf and uh, getting people signed up with handicaps. So, uh, yeah, check out our membership packs. I think I've got one here. What is in here? Hat. Um, Imperial cap. That's quality hat. Sliver balls. Bridgestone golf balls. Logos. Some level Logos. pegs. Level pegs. And hardwood there's a, yep, there's a bunch of other goodies as well yeah, like, um, that come in. like up. Neuro gum. Um, are we still got bootleg? Uh, waiting on the next shipment. So okay. Still waiting on that stuff. Um and what else is there? My golf, uh, the protein bars. Yeah. Max, um, Max, Max golf protein. Max golf protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a bit of stuff going on there. Mm. And a fifty dollar event entry. Uh, obviously, we haven't really got any events going on in the in the upper north uh, at the moment, but you'll be able to catch it in next year or even this this year, hopefully. Mm. Fingers Should crossed. We, fingers Chris, crossed. Christmas Christmas event for our uh, for our upper north. We're hoping uh, December. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah a complimentary round for Tuga Golf Harbour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, Fraser Bond? That's a, sorry, that's that's not included. It's yeah, um, not included but... in everybody's pack. Jeepers, peepers. <laughs> <laughs> they use discount code not happening. Nah, <laughs> oh, James, oh, James can't come. He's spelt golf wrong for, for my place. <laughs> You're out, mate. You're gone. <laughs> but, but just on that, like, that is something that I've, kind of been trying to work on is getting like monthly deals for our kiwi golf club like financial members um so yeah i don't know maybe we'll keep uh keep tabs on this it will be coming yeah it's a little bit tricky uh everyone out there is listening uh, at the moment because you can't actually why well, i mean i feel a little bit uncomfortable reaching out to clubs i mean all golf clubs are looking after their members in Auckland yeah. at the moment and um that's their that's what they want to look after which is perfectly understandable yeah so hopefully as we get through this uh, COVID debacle, 
uh, we can uh, open it up to everybody, get those deals going. Nice, nice. Um, seeing as you're on the big screen there, Bondi, do you want to take us into our next talking point? Right, yeah. Um, I guess, are we talking, we skipped over that? I feel like we juggled it around a bit, but that's okay. Um, we, what's happening down south? We got, uh, we've, we've seen some things in the paper there uh, about Shirley Golf Club um, and about so, a bunch of trees coming down. And we've got our man on the ground, Luke Taylor, uh, to give us some feedback <laughs> on what's, what's going on down there and um, then kind of talk about what happens when clubs change their golf course. So uh, what's happened down there at Shirley, Luke? Give us the rundown. Yeah, obviously, <clears throat> Shirley Golf Course uh, down here, uh, Christchurch Golf Club, um, have, have taken a, a bunch of trees down, big, big ones, pines, mac carps, um, you know, some pretty some pretty big bits of timber, um, and it's part of their uh, returning the golf club back to its, uh, its, its, its bread and butter, which is a link-style golf course, but um, it's obviously caused a bit of bit of angst amongst uh, some corners of the membership and, and potentially some of the local residents around as well. So you might have seen it pop up in, uh, in the Herald, um, popped up a few times, just uh, maybe a bit of journalistic uh, mud raking, I guess. And, uh, they love poking fun at, at golf clubs, um, I guess. But yeah, I mean, my hot take, I mean, good on good on Shirley. Um, trying to do something, uh, trying to differentiate, um, trying to make the course better um, and, and trying to go, you know, I mean, like I've said before, the last thing Christchurch needs is another woodland golf course, right? Um, we don't need more pine yeah. trees on our golf course yeah, yeah. down here. Um, and, and they're doing something about it. So look, I guess that there are some people that, you know, and, and, I, and I suppose in every membership around there, there's pockets that, that don't want to see things change, uh, but surely it's thinking out to the future. They're thinking about how they can be different and uh, and, and I yeah, respect them for that. And, and you know, it's tough. It's tough being in, in charge of a, a golf environment, trying to make changes with an eye on the future, especially in an aging membership environment where some pockets of the membership don't want things to change. So, yeah, good on them for breaking a few weeks, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a that's a very real good point. That I mean, I mean, pine trees is a big part that they've cut down, and pine trees are a, a pest uh, for for us. I mean, we're dealing with quite a few at, at Golf Harbour at the moment, and trying to implement some natives for your area and trying to grow that within to your golf course really actually helps that longevity of that golf course and, and how it goes. Because a pine tree is a very short-term plant, right? It's And it's a very dangerous, uh, especially when they get quite high, and they actually need to come down. Um, like South uh, South Head up here, I mean, it's quite some time ago now, but they, when they cut down all of their trees, it um, really changed the layout of the golf course, but it's something that actually needed to be done. And um, you can't, you know, you get emotionally attached to a golf course. You know, you've hit that tree so many times slicing it on the first hole that you know you feel you miss that nowadays <laughs> it's yeah. important that they just progress along those lines yeah i mean you can um, you, you can rationalize these things quite easily you can talk about pines being pests you can talk about water usage you can talk about the health and safety um all that sort of stuff but at this, you know for me um what i see at a, i guess at a you know for, for what Shirley's trying to do from a strategy perspective is is, is create an environment that's unique to them and, and like you said pines are Pines aren't native, uh, big trees aren't native here. I'd love to see more wetlands golf courses down this part of the world. And uh, yeah, and again, yeah, good on them for um, taking some advice and, and, and looking at their course architecture and, and trying to figure out how to differentiate, differentiate themselves heading into the future. So yeah, two thumbs up for me, surely keep it up. So when you make a change to a golf course, I guess not a lot of people think about it because as technology is sort of advanced our game so far in the last quite 
for like a few years. Um, you can't just go ahead and say, oh, I'll throw a bunker there and I'll throw a, 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 some long grass there and throw a lake in there because it's really going to affect the way that you play. And I don't think enough people take the time or members uh, at, at most clubs, same thing, emotionally attached to it, um, to actually think about how it's going to affect um, everybody, not just your game. And it's really important to think about when you want to try to get new players into the game, what grass you cut back, what trees you cut down, and which bunkers that you add and take out, um, and then how that affects 10 years down the line. Because that's what you want. You want 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 years out of your golf course, right? So every decision should be based on based on that. Um, I don't know any other course that's probably going to go through a massive uh, change uh, coming up sometime soon. If anyone does know, I mean, that could be a really cool thing to talk about. If anyone's going through a redesign. No, no, but I do have a question for you boys. Um, <clears throat> you have to pick one golf course and change one thing about it. What is it? Big question. Hey, throw sorry, it. Uh, yeah, sorry, we didn't prep this one. I'm, <laughs> yeah, we didn't prep this one. I'm sorry about that. So I'll, that, start that I'll start with Yeah, yeah. Go on then. Arrowtown, golf course in Queenstown. Mm-hmm. I'll, put some bunkers, I'll put some bunkers in, right? But no bunker golf course. Get some bunkers in there, guys. I played with a mate of mine. I don't know if he's listening. I hope he is. But he's a member down at Arrowtown and came up with women around Clearwater. And we've got some pretty brutal bunkers. And Jeezy should have pulled his jandals, you know. He was fucking spade for days. day long. I mean, not hit out of a bunker for eight weeks. So, yeah, do yourself some favours. Get some bunkers. I know that's a good course and there's some other features. But chuck a few greenside, potentially, in your next development. Yeah, I um, I, I thought you were going to say... um. Clear water, get rid of the water. But no. Was that get rid of the hills? I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> or 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 how it get rid of the cliff. <laughs> Could come in handy every now and then. Uh PVK, have you got one, bro? Uh yeah, off um Mornington down in Wellington. Flatten it out. It is uh what's it called? Berenpool. Berenpool. Um, It's right in the central city. Uh, I lived like two minutes away from it and didn't play it because it was just like up and down. It wasn't really that well maintained. It's a, it's a council track. Yeah. Um, and it's a part of the, the uh, city green belt or shelter belt. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if they flattened that out, um, put a bit of money in it, I would have been there every day. Yep. Bondi? Bondi? Uh, you know, Chamberlain, uh, bring the motorway more into play. I'm actually drawing, drawing a blank on like every golf course I could possibly think of. I mean, Kinlock, I was talking about today. I mean, if like every time I go there, I feel like I'm playing Augusta Speed Greens. Actually, Kinlock, slow down the greens. I'll feel a lot happier <laughs> playing it. Um, <laughs> I, I feel um, a lot of people would feel the same about Golf Harbour Greens. Hmm. Mm, but I feel that we've got like at least maybe three or four feet before there's another break, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> something about Kinlock. I swear every putt I have is uh, four feet long um, after having about three other putts and then got still like a double breaker to go. Um, but I really, one of my favorite places to go and play just because I get so beaten up and I keep going home and going, I'll get it next time. Yeah, definitely. Never yeah. Have. <laughs> That's where they keep raking you back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't dive for golf balls anywhere there. So long grass. If you want to find a few pro V's, just every hole it can lock. You'll find mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter, what about you, brother? 
Uh, I didn't really think this part through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, How it changed the pro. No. Okay. Sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's my guy. No, wait. No, that was actually Dan Rutley. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm the head bro. B-R-O. Hey, I'm not head no, no. pro. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that would be probably just, yeah, yeah. See? Level peg knows. Tough question. Um, it would probably be, I've mentioned this before, but um, Formosa 9th with the bunker. with the bunker. Oh, get rid of the bunker, yeah. Yeah, that bunker that's like right there on the kind of corner before it starts to dog leg. It, mm. it just... It just fucks too many high handicappers rounds before you get to the back nine. So yeah. Oh, Steve Morgan. Oh, Steve Morgan. Controversial Auckland. Why do we thirteenth and fourteenth? Not having a good day out of the thirteenth and fourteenth. I think this is a pretty controversial one that I could get involved. In. No. Um, Go on then. Go on. Yeah. Okay. It's two par fives at Wainui, and I can't say anything about it because everyone just thinks that I'm just like Wainui. I'll, I'll say it right now: is that I actually like the course. I've got no problem. Like everyone thinks I hate it because, like, we're a competing course. Like, yep. I did my apprenticeship under Mike, um, who's over there, Mike Duncan, Mike yep. Jada, absolute legendary dude. Would not be anywhere where I am today without that guy. Um, so, and he went out to work at Peninsula. There was a great opportunity for him, and uh, we still talk now. Uh, we probably never talk golf, which is like the greatest part about our relationship. But um, those two holes that are out there, 13, 14, on the other side of the road, back-to-back uh, par fives, and it's just there's no catch area off the tee. There's no really aggressive way to play nah. sort of both of them. There's there's a way to it's play tight. them, mate, par it's, every it's time. It's real tight. But yeah, it's just yeah, and that's not good for you know, when I hit it really wide, it's <laughs> it's really it's really tough, you know, and that's why Golf Harbour, I love every par five. Um, <laughs> no, but it's it's just, I think there was a really cool hole at Peninsula. I, I'm going to really struggle because it's so long ago. It was like a, a really um, up to the right uh, par four, and you could drive it, but you kind of had to hit it over the houses, and if you left it short, you hit it into someone's trampoline and you felt really bad about it. Um, but there, that 13th hole there at Wainu, that could have been almost a recreation of, of that as a par four. But as a par five, I feel like if you don't hit a really, really super drive, you're trying to make par, say, bogey instead mm. of trying to make birdie. And then same on the next one, if you hit a really super drive, you've kind of got to hit like a snap hooky slinger down 14 to try get it to the green yeah. to make, or you lay up and you're still trying to, I mean, knowing my wedge game, I'm definitely still trying to save par or not make bogey. So, yeah, I, those two holes, I think they could do with some small changes too. But, that, I mean, it's the golf course. Golf course is what the golf course is. You have to play what the golf course is there. And you can make par on it and you can make birdie on it. You just can't hit driver, really. Nah. As simple as yeah, it yeah. Is. That's mm. it. Uh, if anyone from Wainu is listening on their course committee, uh, yeah, see Steve Morgan. Um, also, <laughs> can I get on? Because I still actually haven't played uh, Wainui. So if there is really? any Wainui, have you, not? have you not played no, Wainui? Brother. I haven't played Wainui. It's just up the road for me as well. <laughs> oh, bro, we got to change that. Yeah, we have to change yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll change it. We'll go for a game, Pete. 
There I'm just going to, I'll chuck out, a, I don't know if it's going to be controversial. I don't know if I necessarily mind that though, Bobby, you know, I don't, I don't mind, like, I mean, do we take it for granted that on a par five, you're going to get the big dog out and you're going to, you're going to try and get, you know, you're going to give yourself a crack at the green and two or the green and three. I mean, is that realistic? I mean, we've got two par fives at Clearwater where you don't, you can't have driver off the tee. Um, just what? we've got cross, we've got cross creeks, we've got hazards, unless you've got a tailwind or a bison yeah. uh, drive on you. You're not taking it on, um, so, so I, I, don't, I don't mind. A th- I don't mind the thinking golf course where you where you have to think about uh, a five wood or a three wood. Um, you know, to position yourself and, and to give yourself a some challenge to make par. Um, I don't yeah. think it's a bad thing. I I actually I like that idea too. I'm not I'm not uh, against it. And anything that gauges your distance in a, in a par five when you're teeing off, um, saying like, oh, I could hit it to here to have a chance in two, but if I hit it. Five minutes short, I've lost my ball. I'm in the hazard of five minutes long. The, the the problem I struggle with some of these par fives, and, and especially those two there. Maybe if I was more accurate, I could probably have a better standing on how I play the hole. Um, but I, I just feel that you can't hit driver. It's 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 a zero option if you want to play the hole well. And you're saying that you get one uh, tailwind, and you could probably get down there. And that's that's mint. I've got an option to hit driver if I want to, and there's probably a big risk and reward with a the risk severely outweighs the reward on a par on those two par fives, and I feel that when you get to two par fives on some courses back to back, as a better player, uh, you should be like like chomping at the bit to try and make birdie birdie. Yeah. And I play those two holes, and I'm chomping at the bit not to make like two bogeys. Yeah. And I could overpower it, but you could hit. I don't know. It's weird. I could hit seven iron, seven iron, seven iron. I guess you could do that on every par five, but I feel that's still the only option I have. Not hmm. I can hit driver and then maybe take a risk. It's, it's just not there. I love a thinking golf course where you go, actually, I have to hit this if I want to win this tournament. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like what you're saying for sure. But yeah, those ones are a little trickier. Have you played it, Luke? Have you been up when you were up here? Or? I, I did play it when I was up there, um, but I've only played it once. So that caveat, um, not, definitely not as familiar with it. Yeah. As you boys, but you guys will know that um, you know down in Clearwater for those that have played that there are that, you know there's definitely one par five where you don't have driver, especially off the blues. What um, what what, yeah. what hole is that one? That is the uh, fourteenth um, on the back nine. Um, you've got a cross creek um, that's right at about the two twenty two thirty meter mark, two two ten meter mark, depending on what tees you're off. And then you've got to clear another water hazard uh, before quite a big green. You tuck the pin around the back. Uh, and, and like you know, I've, I've played that with some big hitters, and you know those guys are hitting three woods up short of the first cross creek, and then you know maybe trying to get, um, maybe trying to get a three wood or, a, or something onto the green from there. But yeah, I mean, unless you're Aiden Berry, there he is. Humble as the other day. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty, he's, he is he is a total weapon when he is playing off the ladies' tees. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we say forward tees now, apparently. Forward tees. Forward tees. Forward tees. Progressive here at Kiwi Golf Club. Yep, that's correct. <clears throat> uh, also, um, shout out to Max. Sup, Max? Uh, slappy, hooky, stinger, bondy special. That's the one that the ball bounces like a foot in front of you and then pops back that's- up. Is yeah, that, that's, a that Saturday, that's a Saturday <laughs> night one, and the golf swing's a little bit different. Um, 
Yes, yeah, so you need those trees to stay, don't you? I mean, you're, 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 a, you're an advocate uh, keep the trees there, mate. You need the yeah, well, down. that's the only thing that keeps it back in play half the time. Um, I mean, Jeepers, because I haven't, I haven't really been out and played. I've, I've played, uh, I've managed 12 right-handed holes now and two left-handed holes since the beginning of lockdown. And um, I can say very comfortably the right-handed ability is uh, not there at all. Um, it's a bit... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, I might have, it was, a, it was an early start, I'll have to say, but mm. I might have not made contact with the first swing I made right-handed since lockdown, <laughs> <laughs> trying to hit driver as hard as I could. Yeah, and, yeah Andrew Pop, if, uh, if he tunes in, he'll, yeah, I don't, I had to get that out now or else he'll post the comment and, and uh, <laughs> post me about it. So, yeah, it was embarrassing, but thank God I'm only playing with one person wine's still cold so yeah i don't worry i i i um first first round i had back it's definitely not driver on that hole on the starting hole it's the 10th tee at howick um but i pulled out driver just because surface wise it's a lot larger yeah, than the nine yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i was like surely yeah. i can't miss this no yeah. hosel <laughs> no hosel exactly that's it that's all i wanted <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, um, next time you're up. Yep. Yeah. I was just about to say, next time you're up, Bondi, you should uh, get a camera out and, and and video. Get your phone out and and have a bit weird video and do us a little uh, whole log, whole yeah. vlog. Yeah, whole whole vlog. Yeah, I I've been doing a couple, and I'm actually starting to get in a little bit of the of the vibe of it. Um, did a did a golf cart cleaning breakdown the other day. I was pretty proud of there. Um, Sensational. Yeah, I mean, if you if you haven't seen that, I mean, it's it's up there. I mean, that's seventeen years of experience, um, which you don't just get overnight, right? Um, and then also a couple of left-handed uh, videos I put out there on my personal TikTok page, um, but then nothing special to watch. So yeah, maybe I will go for a little right-handed one. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can do a few takes. Say, eh? I don't have to send the first shot. <laughs> do the honest ones, or oh, maybe sorry. maybe after, um, like a bloopers reel, maybe. Uh, I've got plenty of bloopers. I've been doing a fair bit of uh, recording just while yeah. I've been out playing by myself. Um, I saw uh, Al Seymour's been out there doing a few um, videos as well. And, and Cam Jones is kind of like the OG yep. for New Zealand. And I guess what got me wanting to do it a bit more is, um, you know, not necessarily get uh, depressed when I'd watch Cam like make his, uh, you know, heading to, heading to, yeah, pretty much heading to um, three or four feet um from 150 meters out um but you know just more content from average golfers um so yeah i think if everyone just gets out there and does it we might get a little uh, bit of a campaign going what's going on here that was, that was the best fair delivery i've ever witnessed i just overheated uh, oh, that was yeah. amazing I mean, again again just a little shout out for my boys i'm sure they do uh, live live delivery as well so. <laughs> Yeah, we'd, hate to, we'd hate to interrupt the conversation yeah. by, uh, by jumping in, but, but don't worry. Yeah, but those videos, um, do you find, Pete, when you've like filmed one of those, like I've, I've done um, a couple in the past, that you really think about how, how you're going to hit all the shots and how it's going to look on the video, and then you end up playing the hole way better than what you normally would? Nah, I kind of just had my no, thing okay. behind and, and kind of just put it there and go, oh, look, I know what I'm going to do yeah. and, and and don't end up doing it. But, well, the driver's actually going well. Uh, wedge is not so well. Um, been duffing them heaps. 
So you'll be seeing that quite a bit <clears throat> when I put out my next uh, blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> well, driver yep. Shots, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to do something different, boys. That's not on our um, on our rundown. Um, I'm going okay, to I'm going to take direction from from our viewers. Uh, Max has mm. asked a question here. What do you guys? What you guys thought on using rangefinders on the tour? Are they allowing that? What are your thoughts on range rangefinders on tour? Ooh, oh, Bob. I'm up actually, so I'll start. Yeah, go um, For me, I think it takes away from the, the special relationship a player has with the caddy. Um, while I do, th- and I think it's actually been shown to not actually speed up the pace of play, which is kind of one of the initiatives uh, to get it into the game. Mm. Um, so for me, it's a no. Um, I actually really enjoy the, the relationship that players and caddies have together in watching that, you know, Steve Williams and Tiger back in the, yeah. back in the day, that, yeah. that relationship was special. Um, you know, Bones is back now. Um, he's yeah. jumping on, um, watching hey, who he think he's back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Back Justin back. Thomas. Watch him who he think he's back. Yeah. Go, so, go, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a no for me. <laughs> Yep, where are we going yeah, next? Bondi? I'll go, I'll go. The uh, the rangefinder part is um it's just massive. And I, I I don't care. Like I, I, I would actually rather say no rangefinders, but okay to cart. I think that's the way I'd go. Um but as people were saying, it doesn't really speed up play. But those conversations that you get between player and caddy that you can go back and watch over and over and over again. And even the ones where the caddy's like so hard to the player, they're like, No, you just you hit the seven and eight and they're yeah. swearing almost at each other. And then it works out, or it goes completely wrong. Um, that's that's what you want to see. Um, was it to a championship last year? I was just watching a highlight where uh, last year, maybe year before, where like Paul Casey uh, oh, yeah. hit three iron. You remember? Yeah, 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 hit yeah. three iron. Black <laughs> club twirl, watching it like it's got to go in the hole, and he flies the green by twenty. And then he just looks at the caddy. Caddy looks at him. Caddy's looking up in the air, looking at the bag. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah, the four iron's still in the bag. I gave him the three. Whoops. <laughs> they were so happy with all of it. But, 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 I think you, the story was he had a three iron. Yeah. A oh, three iron. Yeah. yeah. He had it too long. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no. He, has, he has two three irons. And oh, was one it two was bent to four. Yeah. yeah. One was bent uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, four iron loft. That's <clears> it. But those those interactions you get with caddies, if you put in a laser, you just take that away straight away. Like you might as well just say to the players, carry your own bag, I think. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a no as well. Uh, Luke? Oh, far from me to be someone that disagrees. But uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to go, look, I mean, I, I get what the guys are saying. Um, but look, I mean, let's think about the Olympics, right? And I know we're talking about tour. Maybe maybe we're being specific to you know, particular tours. Mm. But let's have a look at the Olympics. And let's have a look at the quality of the golf talent that was out there. I mean, watching the, the ladies golf the Olympics, it was, and it was awesome. And, and when you talk about that special relationship with the caddy and those those epic caddies, you're talking about the top what one percent of golf players can afford, a afford and b recruit and retain a caddy of that caliber. And we mm. saw we saw players at the Olympics that had their you know there was one um, that the, the girl from India uh, with her mum on the bag. Um, you know there are players out there that are hustling on the tour with the caddies that they're given by the tour on the at the tournament they turn up at right. 
So not everyone travels with their caddies, not everyone has that relationship. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, like is, is using a, a laser rangefinder just actually leveling the playing field, which is why we're seeing some of these guys come off about it. Well, that's a good one, actually. It's, yeah, that's a good the, point. You know, there's exceptions to the rule. Like I remember the Mexican caddy that was just at the resort that Paul, uh, not uh, Matt Kutcher played at, I think. He won the, was it a WGC Mexico event or something? And it, um, he got dragged over the coals yeah. for, um, I think he paid like a thousand pesos, or like bugger all money yeah, yeah. to this, to his caddy. I think he got um, reamed for it from social media. But, you know, there's people out there. What am I trying to say? Fuck it. Who cares? Go to the next person. <laughs> uh, nah, I, I've got one. Okay. So it, it was a tie into a question from uh, a couple of weeks back with that player impact program. What if it was, if you're part of the player impact program, you're not allowed a rangefinder, but if you, I, sorry, if you are part of it, if you aren't part of it, you're allowed a rangefinder, because those are the players that can afford and retain a caddy, right? Yeah. So those yeah. ones should be allowed uh, should be allowed to do that. Imagine if you gave every other player the advantage of having having a rangefinder, it wouldn't work ruling wise, but God, it'd be funny to see just Bryson cry about it for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think the um, I think the takeaway for me is like don't don't forget that. Um, not everyone has caddies of that caliber. So, mm. Um, mm. you know, like not everyone has a professional caddy. Uh, some have, you know, if you turn up to New Zealand, if you, if you look down in Queensland for the New Zealand Open in the last five years, and you play golf, it, 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 you're a member at any of the golf clubs down there, you know that you get an email asking you to be a caddy. And that's like, yeah. you put me on the bag, mate, I'm going to give you the three iron, the seven iron, <laughs> or the whatever, right? Like, like, I am not the guy to give you the distance. Um, so, you know, it, 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 maybe it's just mm. the, maybe the tool is just trying to even the playing field and, that's a real good point i actually i might be convinced actually now now actually thinking about what you're saying because we always talk about equipment and how like the one percent are complaining about how the ball's going further or whatever mm. what about the other percentage and that's who we're always thinking about oh we want the clubs to go further for the for the 99 percent of players that are actually playing golf looks looks completely right the the 99 of competitive golfers playing golf probably actually can't afford a caddy mm. so i'm i'm look You've changed my mind. I'm actually for the rangefinder now. I, I, seriously, I, it's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sign yeah. him out. That was great. Yeah, great question um, though. So, cheers, mm, yeah. Good. yeah. Um, shot max. Um, yep. Just, just on that one. Is is that why? Um, is that why the bro had to have a seat? Old J Man had to have a seat on the seventeenth of Gulf Harbour. <laughs> Was he carrying Ryan's? Does he have a staff bag? No, or? no, I'm pretty no, sure. Uh, no, he had a he had a stand bag, didn't he? Yeah, the Strixon stand bag. Yeah, um, that he that he had out there. Um, <laughs> it was funny though, because like Jason, if, uh, I'm going to share it again because it's the greatest photo in yep. New Zealand golf, as far as I'm I'm aware. Him having, I think also, I mean, there's no video evidence. I'm pretty sure Ryan carried his bag down 18 um, on his own, and if that's not true, uh, this rumor will eventually become true. So. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't believe I'm watching this, but I love it, boys. Well done. Sabo. Oh, cheers, Sabo. Thank you for tuning in, man. Um, I reckon we should probably have a chat with Sipo one day, one night. I reckon. Oh, my God. Sipo, um, comment and comment. Um, would you be keen on maybe jumping on a, on a podcast in the near future? I reckon that would be a. That would be a good laugh. Um, where are we going next? We want to go to a queer. Let's go here. 
Rangefinder is a toy that caddies and their professionals should check distances before the first round. Much much the same as rally drivers and co-driver do recognise when they do pace notes. Uh, so it can be part of sussing out distances before round one. Cheers, Peter Van Campen Senior. That that is not me, by the way. That's my <laughs> who's, uh, Alias out there somewhere. I don't know if you want to. If you are watching, just come and pop your head in, Dad. And- Sippo Sippo got back to us. Um, sure, I'm in. That would be that would be a good laugh, sure. and um, I reckon that oh, would no. be a good episode too. Um, so mm-hmm. so keen on that. Been um, around a while. Oh, today's good too. Good stories. <laughs> Been around a while. Great start, Bondi. <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell him. He knows. He's, he's been there for all of them. He knows. It's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, where are we going next, Bondi? Um, I've, you know, we're out there with, for for us Aucklanders yep. um, who don't have all the freedom uh, that Luke has. Uh, what about? I want to talk about gimmies because um, we're kind of playing gimmies, no. loose rules. That would be no, no, <laughs> no, no oh, gimmies from me. Okay. No, yeah, no, no, no gimmies from me. <laughs> yeah. So does well. That was the part. Is that where do you obviously? Probably social golf playing alone at the moment when you're, mm. when you're playing out there in level three. The gimm- the gimmies are happening. Where's the point where a gimme stops, you know? Or where's the point that, that you guys, like, I want to talk about the distance of gimme first and then which type of uh, situation that you're in. So what's the biggest gimme that you'd ever give, uh, you know? PJ, come on. What's the biggest one? Ten foot. Big. <laughs> oh. I'm playing with Pete this Saturday. That's it. Sign me up. <laughs> no, no, he knows. PJ yeah, yeah, knows. No. That, that that's a that's a dig at um someone that we both know. His name is Sam Chapman. Hello, Sam Chapman. Um, <laughs> um I don't I don't like giving gimmies, but to make people feel uncomfortable, I I'll go like maybe two 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 three foot max. But yeah, about two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PVK. Yeah. Um, I kind of. Oh, what's going on here? Sorry, I cut you guys out. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of. I kind of don't like giving gimmies in the first two or three holes unless they're you know within a a putter handle, and I'd really just like to see how the other player is putting, and if Mm. they're just missing stuff from you know four or five. Oh, you know, four foot, three foot. It's like, nah, bro, you're putting, you're putting that shit out all yep. day. <laughs> I ain't giving you shit. Yeah. Um, but if they're thinking it, then I'll, I'll quite happily give it. Um, you know, and, and that kind of goes both ways. But it comes back to, I guess, having a bit of an integrity. You know. Yeah. Mm. No, no. Uh, we've already had a comment regarding Sam Chapman. Sam Chapman loves the gimme. Ha ha. <laughs> Very nice, Josh. Very nice. Um, Luke, your thoughts, man. Uh, probably a no. Uh, probably a no. I think I've like, read some stats recently about number of putts missed within mm. two feet. And, and, and what would be interesting, I think, would be to, uh, like, you know, over a long run, maybe over a season or something, doing no gimmies versus a season where you did gimmies and, and just compare yeah. scores. Because I, I guarantee your score would be lower um, with gimmies. And, and that's not what it's designed for. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, for me uh, firstly, if there's money on the line, if there's beers on the line, if it's club competition, it's a no, just yep. no, no, not, yep. even a, yeah, yeah. not even a tap. Um, otherwise, if you're playing with some mates, yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever you agree, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's your game. But I think for me, even even inside the putter handles, the bit 
dubious. I've seen people miss them, I've missed them. So um, yeah, I think at least it's that little we tap in where you're really lucked out and it's on, on the edge. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably safer to hear on the note for me. Yeah. Yep. Um, seeing as this is your question, Bondi, um, you must have something to say about it. I, I mean, I think you summed it up pretty good. Um, I can't remember who said it, but that integrity, it was a Luke or PJ, the integrity it was part? Uh, was it Peter? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> baby, baby, baby brain. No, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the, the integrity part, I think, is actually a great word uh, to use and throw out because when you are playing your your gimme part, right? Especially when you play a social round and then you hand in your scorecard, your handicaps, like Luke's saying, but yeah. down. And then you play in a tournament and then you complain about uh, like not winning anything. So, well, actually your handicap should possibly be two shots higher because yeah. those putts add up on, on a green. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a no from me, but I'll, a social round, like, yeah, a few beers and, and when you're playing, you know, we'll let a few things slide. If we're not returning a card, that's probably the big part, the big defining point for me. But even in that time, I quite like when somebody, I've had a few gimmies and they get a three-footer and they go to pick it up and you go, no, 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 you putt that and you see the hand shake, the sweat off the brow and you just know the laugh is coming to get them and uh, when they when they push it a little bit. Um, so, yeah, no, no from me, if you're handing in a scorecard outside of that, I'm not really too concerned. Mm. Yeah, good call. I know. It reminds me of um, like NBA 2K when you're trying to take free throws and you're pressing your fingers like bat, bashing in the um, you can just feel the pul- uh, the controller um, pulsating. Fuzzy loves the pulsate. Yeah, love it. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Bondi's Bondi's typing. Bondi's typing. Oh, and no, he's, no, and he's and he's and he's saying and he's saying um. We need to talk about dress codes. Well, it was a small segment. We can fire yeah. straight yeah. into it. Yeah. We've only got roughly about. Yeah, five I was going to say. <laughs> but it, I don't know how far, how much time we got. Uh, I dress. I don't know. Let's do we, go. Do you want to go something else? We'll, we'll save we'll it for next quick, week. We'll go quick fire. We'll go dress code we'll next week. Yeah. Okay. Next week, tune in. We'll be talking about dress codes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tease. Yeah. For next week. Yeah, yeah. Right, this is also fire, your segment. Quick fire questions. Who wants to go first? We're going to fire you through. I'll go. No, okay, I'll go. Sweet. I'll go. I'll go. PJ. Yeah, yep. Yep. What I, I don't want to repeat the, all the questions the same okay. because otherwise people won't get a bit bored. So what yep. I'll do is I'll hit PJ with three questions. I'll hit PVK with three questions. I'll hit Luke with three questions. Yeah. I only wrote eight questions, so I'm going to have to make one up at the end. Okay. okay. Good enough. <laughs> okay. Mr. PJ. Ideal <laughs> round. Are you walking or carding? Carding all day. Okay. You have 20 minutes before your game. Are you putting, chipping, or driving before you go out and play? Uh, I'm at the bar. Great, great answer. Yeah. All right, PJ, PJ wins, guys. Sorry, there's nothing else. Um, right, would you rather go to the US Open or to the Open Championship? Oh, because I was at the bar, I'm at the, I'm at the US Open. <laughs> <laughs> Good viewing. Okay, yeah. PVK. Yeah. Um, I feel there's a bit biased, actually, now. Okay, right, uh, PVK, uh, apron, you're on the apron of the green, wedge or putter? <laughs> well, I should be playing putter, but I, I play wedge. Do you? Oh, I do. Wedge or an eight iron. Wedge or an eight iron. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, um, do you do beers on the course or after the course? After the course. I, I, I would drink on the course more, but I carry, so. 
Right. right. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. And then around with Tiger or around with Jack? Tiger. Tiger. Okay. Easy. No, nice. Okay. And then we got Luke. Yeah. So cell phone on the course or in the bag or left in your car, not used at all. On the course. Okay. Uh, six holes left to play, and you're leading the scramble by one. You have a par five in front of you. Do you go for it or lay up? Well, it's never happened, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> before before we move on, have we got the last? Have you got a last question? If you don't, I do. Uh, last question, you go. You okay, go, okay, go. okay. Last question. Last question. Music on the course or not on the course? Uh, not on the course. Oh, you suck. Okay, not thank not you very much course. for joining us, Luke. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll catch you. Yeah, we'll reel you back in. We'll reel you back in. <laughs> what, what's the what's the thinking there, Luke? Just oh. like a bit of peace and quiet. <clears throat> no, I just had my own music taste, and, and you know, why, why isn't no one else is getting into a bit of country western like we do down here in the O3? So, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all about that. Know, I'm all western. about country. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll learn to love it, but uh, not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah, so bushnell cart speakers. <laughs> I don't know, PJ loves one. So. <laughs> Those yeah. things are actually awesome. For the point of that, you can write your own stuff on them that it yep. will say, and um, which obviously gets out of hand, and we can't repeat any of it on air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the part where I think, like, the music is the complete write off, the GPS is the write off to have that text to speak that yep. plays through your speaker yep. full noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 100% the only reason I got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we've had Ooh. one come through on the, on the comments, yeah. We got yeah. Ooh. Oh, this yeah. yeah. I did see that. I was gonna say, let's save that for next week. So tune in. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll okay. yeah. yeah. We'll, right, we'll, next week. That's coming up. Let's let's mm-hmm. let's definitely get into that one. Um, next week. Yes, Daniel Pierce, one hundred percent music on the course, along with Sippo music on the course, and like you said, he's been around for a long time, and even he's thinking music on the course. So. Yeah, you used to yeah. get the vinyl out, you know, on the gramophone, <laughs> uh, in the back of the car. The, ma- the what? Great. The mamma ge- mamma gramophone. Mamma gramophone. I don't know what it's called. I wasn't back around back then. Dig myself a hole that I'll get out of very fast. I'll throw an order in for some shoes, Sippo, don't you worry. Um, <laughs> now, I just want to oh, quickly, before we uh, wrap up, yeah, um, end of the year, if you are, I just people, anyone listening in Queenstown, uh, the first week of December, just let me know. Uh, I'm going to be down there, hopefully, bar everything else that's going on, and would like to, um, yeah, catch up for a beer with any of the uh, KGC fam that are down there. So um, just send me a direct message and let me know, and I can start uh, planning something. Um, I've got, like, five rounds of golf booked, uh, so I don't know if I want to go play golf, but definitely uh, drinking some beers in one of the local places down there. Would love to catch up with you. Yeah, <clears throat> nice one. And, uh, yeah, like I mean, thanks, boys, for having me. Um, and, and same goes if there's some KGC guys out there that want to come have a home at, at Clearwater, uh, slide into my DMs. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, always keen for a beer. And uh, yeah, great to be here. Yeah, yeah. we've got to get a, a, another Christ or Canterbury event up and going. Yeah, it's been a while mm. since the, uh, the Hearwood event last year. Like the yeah, last year, so. almost a year. I'm going to say a yeah, year next year. month. So if there's anyone out there again that, that's pretty keen on helping uh, 
helping uh, assist me and organising something, getting some <clears throat> grounding. Yeah, yeah. For some for some reason, I I don't think I'll make it to that one this mm. year. <laughs> Just mm. saying. Me yeah. neither. <clears throat> yeah, Bondi. Yeah, no? I'll I'll give it a stab. Yeah, uh, it's just going to be based on the COVID stuff. I mean, I haven't been to Christchurch in ages, and I didn't want to bring it up at the time, but I actually haven't played Shirley before, so I think I need to go down before yeah. I get an opinion on anything that's happening. Yeah, same actually, mm. same. Nah, <laughs> sweet. Um, boys, I am going to wrap it up there. But if you do have one last thing, very quickly to say, your time is now. No, see the cool. ball hit the ball. That's it. <laughs> see the ball hit the ball, and that was the cheers from Luke. So um, we're going to wrap it up there, folks. So if you want to join us same time next week, uh, looks like we're going to get into um, dress codes. Dress codes. Get yeah. it open with those questions there. I'm, yeah, I'm liking yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Bondi, if yeah. you want to note those questions down, uh, we'll get into the the dress code conversation next week because it's one that I definitely want to talk about. Um, yeah, that's us from the four ball at the KGC. Um, we'll see you same time, same place next week. Um, enjoy your golf. See you later. Yeah. I was just thinking this is the oh yeah. There we go. <clears throat> I was We're just off. thinking this is the first time uh, I haven't worn a hat on the podcast. When that question came up, I was thinking that Hey, I will say the the comments coming through were quite cool. I felt they were yeah. a lot more interactive than what we had in the in a couple of them which is nice yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, while, and it helps it, yeah it helps direct things as well because when something really good comes up you can take it there like if it's a real good topic i was like yeah that's yeah. Oh, that's that's a pretty good talking point so i just brought it in yeah well after um after max's uh question i think so people sort of realize that you're really engaging with yeah. the comments yeah yeah we kind of need to throw like a drone out there to throw a comment in <laughs> to get everyone yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like get the ball rolling yeah early yeah. on because it took like 30 minutes before somebody got into one yeah well, no, i think we had like um we had about 22 23 people on the stream like that's the highest number i saw at, at once but it was kind yeah. of fluctuating in and out but there was real good um real good interaction but I was, yeah, I was surprised Sippo hung around. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know who Sippo is. I was like, he I looks was after he looks like, after Footjoy. Yeah. He's a cushion it. Yeah. Yeah. North Island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, like, even having like, like you got like Benjamin Harwood and like even like uh, Daniel Pierce, like Daniel Pierce throwing yeah. in the comment, like how good. Yeah. Aiden yeah. Berry. Yeah, Aiden. <laughs> like that that sort of stuff's real rad to see. So um. Yeah. yeah, I I think I think it's sort of sort of great, but that was such a nice little flow of chat and like a nice little grassrootsy one. Still, yeah. like there was still some some fuck ups, but <laughs> it's the bad I 